Welcome to Sports a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's got the NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646 876 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good Tuesday afternoon and welcome in to Sports Lounge Live, show number 270 for November 21st. And before we get started, just a little bit of an announcement here. On Thursday, if you don't have anything going on Thursday morning at uh, 10 in the East, uh, I think Bill's going to come in and he's going to hang out and others may join join him, uh, maybe talk and take some requests and have some fun. For those who don't have anything to do for Thanksgiving gives you a little bit of, of something to do that day so <laughs> if you don't have anything um go ahead and come on in thursday morning at 10 o'clock eastern and chris why don't you tell me what the show is so i can get a drink of something so i can quit coughing yeah i've got a little cough myself i think when you go out into the world and of course i came back yeah. to Pittsburgh, and then i went out to the uh, nbp gala on friday night so you go around with all these Jeremy people, you're going to get some. You know, here I have been in my cocoon most of the time. So I got a little cold, but we're going to do the NFL and then we're going to do uh, college uh, uh, foot, football and any basketball highlights that we want to mention. Then baseball, there's already been some stuff. We got the rest of those awards that we were talking about last week. And then uh, the last uh, two things, if we can get to them, will be Tiger Woods. His is quick and uh, coming back to golf, competitive golf. And we lost Ken Squire a name out of the past for NASCAR. So we want to talk about that if we have time. But uh, anyway, so getting to uh, the uh, scoreboard for the NFL, and this was really kind of kind of sad because everybody hunkered down on Thursday night to say, all right, we're going to get a good game here. This is going to be the Bengals and the, and the Ravens, and, and we're going to, you know, Burrow and Jackson and all these guys. Well, then Mark Andrews got hurt, and then Joe Burrow got hurt. And it really took a lot of luster off uh, one of their top games of the year. But anyway, Baltimore beat Cincinnati uh, 34-20. to 20, And uh, the whole AFC North is kind of decimated. You lost, Deshaun Watson was lost for the season with a, his shoulder problem. He needs surgery. Mark Andrews is out. Not as big as he's not a quarterback, but he's out. That's important to the Ravens. Just Lamar and Jackson's got, biggest target. He is. And, and you've got... Um, you know, uh, Burrow out for Cincinnati. So uh, that's too bad. So it's uh, kind of too bad that that happened. So is Rick with us? Yes. Yes, I am. All right. So uh, any any thoughts on that? Not really. I, you know, the, the, the interesting I found, um, it, it was a little strange because 
up until now, all of her, all I've heard is that it's like a bad ankle, high ankle sprain. But they said he's out for the season. That's that's not usually a uh, seven to ten week injury. I don't. It's going to be more than an ankle sprain. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they keep if they're looking at the uh, ACL or something. But do you think they would have figured it out by now? Because that was last Thursday. Yeah, but they haven't said it. And you know, and they came out right away and said the season was over. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cleveland beat Pittsburgh in the other North Division game, thirteen to ten, and the last second field goal. And uh, we had uh, this guy sounds like he's, uh, you know, uh, got, got a silver spoon on the field. Dorian Thompson Robinson was the quarterback for uh, yeah. for Cleveland. And uh, I don't know. Did he uh, we talked about this last week, Rick? Did you think that he was uh, he didn't seem any better than P.J. Walker? No, his uh, his stats were. I mean, at least they they certainly weren't afraid to throw the ball with him. Like, yeah, with some backup quarterbacks, he threw it over forty times. He yeah. completed for about two hundred and forty yards, which was a lot a lot better than Biggins did for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a, it seemed like it was about the same with Pete and PJ Walker. You know? Okay, so he's probably gonna gonna start again. But the thing it seemed to me, and again, I'm listening to the Sunday drive, so I don't really know. Heard the first drive when they got in there. Heard the the field goal drive, but there wasn't. For either team, like you said, with Pickett, uh, there wasn't much going on for him, and it just sounded like there wasn't much happening in that game. No, there really was. We got that no, game there wasn't. On, uh, we got that game on TV Sunday, so there, you get, it wasn't really much of a game. But I think one thing to mention, and then Sean, I'll, I'll let you come in here. One thing to mention is Jim Donovan returned yes. on Sunday, so good for him. Um, and he sounded they, great. He, he sounded did. They, they must have honored him on the field because when the game started, the color guy had to do like half of the first drive. Oh, okay. so they must have honored him. Sean, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say because oh, we're going to have Sean, fun with Sean, yeah. This is happening, and Sean has got a phone thing where it goes out, and he okay. doesn't know he can hear us tell him that it's not working, yep, but he can't ahead. tell. Try, try one more time, talking. John. And then... There he is. Matt Can- Matt Canada is out as offensive coordinator, and it's the first time. Pittsburgh has fired a coach or offensive coordinator in in season since '41. Yep. Yep. That's right. Well, so something, well. something, everything. The AFC North was a busy place this week. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, a game that was not dull at all. Detroit beat Chicago thirty-one to twenty-six. The Bears had a twenty-six to fourteen lead with I don't know what five, seven minutes to go. Hey, what much? That's the one game the NFL Network. Like four minutes. Yeah, that's the four game minutes? they're showing. Yeah tonight that I haven't seen this week. So um, I know I Dick is here and, I, and I'm sure he'll want to talk about this a little bit after we get through the scores here. But I uh, talked to him yesterday and uh, he, he said the same thing. They had a lead very late in the game and, and let it go. But yeah. uh, well, just when you lose, remember, we did the, did it with we're doing it with the Patriots and the Giants. You, you might want to win just because your competitive juices get slow. But when you lose, you say, but that's not so bad. That could help us get another yep. uh, round up, you know, point choice up. So And I, th- and I right. thought in this yep. game, I don't know if you saw any of, any of it at all, Rick, but um, Fields did not play badly in this game. No. No. No, especially in the first half. You know, And, and he was back to his old self. With the, he ran for over 100 yards. Yeah, he did. And Jared Goff threw three interceptions, but they overcame it. So, yeah. you know, good. Yeah. The, the Lions sometimes, and it, it, it maybe happened to a bit to doubt, sometimes the teams that play every every year on Thanksgiving, I think sometimes they uh, that week before is a little bit funky for them, you know? Sometimes, anyway, though, they were talking um, it, during the broadcast, on, they were on the Sunday drive, they were with it, and he was running at one time, and Tom Thayer said, sometimes he said, I, I just kind of wish he'd go down because he said, I don't want him to get hurt. Yeah, and he's been hurt a couple <laughs> of times. 
<coughs> excuse me, Green. I told you this would happen. Green Bay beat the Chargers 23 to 20, and there was a Charger turnover. I mean, the, the part of it that I heard, they were down about the two yard line, and they yep. turned it over, and you know, they were I think about to take the lead, and uh, you know, typical Charger game in a close game, lose it. And it sounds like yeah, but the the press conference after the game. Yeah, I was going to say with Brandon Staley. Yeah, I think two coaches this week sealed their – it may not happen until the end of the year, but they sealed their fate this, this week. And one of them was Brandon Staley, and the other was Ron Rivera, I think. Yeah. You're, are Miami you talking, beat. Rick, about the uh, the battling with the Giants on the sidelines? You, no, you mean just with the, the, with the, just the fact that – I'm sure that didn't loss, help. You know. Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm sure no. that didn't help. Yeah. Well, we're going to yeah. go through the standings, and I've got the uh, the uh, playoff picture as it would be right now. And the thing is, the NFC is kind of cut and dried if you really look at it. So we'll we'll be talking yeah. about that. The AFC is crazy. As you, if you were to say which uh, conference always has crazier playoff races, it's the AFC every year. Anyway, yeah. my, Miami beat the Raiders twenty to thirteen, and uh, the Raiders played decent, I guess. But yeah, uh, Robert, you want to come in and uh, talk about that? Let me hit Robert's button here. There you go, Robert. Go ahead and hit your star six, and you should be good to go. This time it worked. It worked. Go ahead. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, the the Raiders' defense played well, Chris. I was worried that we're gonna that we were gonna have a Denver kind of situation where, you know, Miami to do whatever they wanted. And I was very happy with our defense. Our offense uh, this week needs a little work, and I'm worried about the same situations this weekend because we play Kansas City, and considering you'll talk about it later, but considering what happened with Kansas City last night, I, I'm worried about a blowout possibility because Raiders Chiefs games recently, since Patrick Mahomes has been there, have not been close. So we'll see. It is a it is a home game though. Yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, what happened with Hill? I know he left the game for a while. Did he come back for uh, the Dolphins? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah he, Okay. Came back. I lost track of him. Yeah, okay. Just a hand injury. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Giants sealed their win with a pick six and won it 31 to 19 over their, their country cousins here, the uh, Washington Commanders. Now they've won, uh, what, three in a row and they, they tied the other game. So they're undefeated against them in the last two years. So you think that's yeah, they, be, uh, difficult for, uh, um, what's his name, to, to come back from Rivera? Rivera to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um, the, the Giants always seem to play well against Washington. I don't know it, but that's I, Washington's a strange team. They can yeah. they can look so good against Philadelphia. They look so bad against the Giants. Six turnovers, like, and uh, Tommy DeVito he played a pretty good game. He yeah, was, like, he did. Eighteen for twenty six, two hundred fifty yards, three touchdown passes, no interceptions, and this is all while getting sacked like nine times. <laughs> Now, what is the status of all these quarterbacks for the Giants? We got three in the mix. Well, who's playing? Who's not? What are the, who's hurt? What are they well, doing? Georgia's gone for the year, um, and um, I can't think of his. Oh, Tom, um, Taylor. Tyra Taylor. Taylor is is um, he's still on IR, but I think I think he I think he's eligible to come off any week now. But I, I don't know whether he's going to or not. I don't know. Yeah, you know, they might just have him as the backup if uh, you know give give Devito a chance. What the heck? Can't hurt. Because even if you yeah, don't keep him, because yeah. you've invested in Daniel Jones, you did sign him, but you might get something on draft day for him or something like that if he can play some good games, you know, so whatever. Yeah. Dallas beat Carolina, um, what is that, I got 34 to, is it 33 to 10? And yeah, the thing 33 was, to, yeah. 
Yeah, it was the, the thing was it was seventeen to ten, and then they had a pick six, and that put the game away. Uh, they got off to a quick start as they do, and then Carolina came back on them. But once again, uh, you know, the pick six uh, kind of put it in, in in their win column for them. Yeah, they kind of slip walked their way through this one. They were they were never in doubt, but it was it wasn't real impressive. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll around 4:30 when everybody's uh, getting a trip to fan fix, uh, <laughs> you can watch the uh, Commanders and the and the Cowboys. There, as usual. There you go. It seems like uh, they're playing about every other year. You want to talk about the Cowboys? Go ahead. Well, huh? hopefully I'm hopefully I'm here. Hopefully I'm here. But okay, hopefully for now. But before the game, they also announced that Jerry is going to put on December 30th Jimmy into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. But he said on December 30th. Uh, on December thirty first, nineteen twenty three. So Jerry had it, but they're gonna put. But they made that up. <laughs> yes, he's going back in time to put Jimmy in the Ring of Honor finally. He's so he's yeah, going back away. He and Al Michaels have uh, put out a GPS, but it's very odd. Let's put it that way. They kind of don't know where they're going or what year it is or anything. Okay, Jacksonville beat, uh, and I should, you know, they're they're just a little older than me. I shouldn't be saying these things about these guys. Jacksonville <laughs> no. beat Tennessee thirty-four to fourteen. They really, uh, it could have been more than that. Lawrence threw for three hundred twenty-one yards and threw three touchdowns. And you know, we were Rick and I because I had to set up my fantasy team and I picked him as a feature player. And we were talking about whether he was going to even play because suddenly he appeared on the injury report. Well, he he sure did play. Yeah, he, his best game since since week fifteen last year. He he looked real good. Um, yeah, actually, he he threw two touchdowns and ran for two. But oh, that's what it was. Okay, I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, Miss A is getting a little weird about her statistics sometimes. Now I'm getting some funny. Yeah. I had well, I had to go through my standings and find a mistake, and and she's given me, you know, the Lions are nineteen and twenty seven and things like that. So you never know what she's going to say. <laughs> Now, Texas beat Arizona, and I, uh, you know, I don't know whether I would have won taking the points with Arizona, but I, I warned, uh, you know, the Houston fans about a young team, and uh, Arizona's hustled all year. I'll give them credit. They they have not thrown in the towel. They have not looked as bad as some teams, you know, like the Patriots and uh, so forth and the Giants sometimes. But uh, 21-16, and Houston managed to hang on. And they so and Arizona good. went yeah, down well, there on a couple of different occasions. Arizona went down there and, and – could have taken the lead, but Sean, your team, yeah. your team held on. Yes, yes they did. did. <laughs> okay, well, he's not there this time. Okay, all right. San Francisco, San Francisco beat Tampa Bay twenty-seven to fourteen. Purdy, I, I heard at the end of that game, ended up with a perfect quarterback rating. So yeah, he always, did, and you know this. This is one thing that kind of well, not just this thing, but. Things like this bother me. I'm, I've always been a math guy, and I, I, I can't stand when somebody says that, you know, they, somebody gave 110%. You can't yeah, do that. Well, no. Purdy, Purdy was 21 for 25 for like 320 yards, three touchdowns, and they said he had a perfect rating. So if he was 23 for 25, what was he, more perfect? I don't, I don't yeah. understand this. No, and the number that they use for the perfect number is something like 127.9. That's another thing that bothers me. It's it's something stupid number like that that actually, why I think hundred. I think it's like one. Yeah, I think it's actually one fifty eight point nine. Okay, whatever. A number like that. What what was yeah. one on a hundred? Yeah. you know, jeez. Yeah, I don't. I know. No, they don't explain it. That is the one analytics thing that is beyond explanation to me. Uh, Buffalo yeah. beat the Jets uh, thirty two to six, and uh, Tim Fo- uh, Boyle came into the game 
and uh, they took him out and he's going to start on uh, a black Friday there against Miami. And, uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, the same thing with me with Bailey Zappi. Let's look at them. Let's see what the Devito. Let's look at these guys. You know what? What's working? What you've got isn't working. Apparently, though, uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers claims he's going to be back by the middle of December. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. You know the Jets are in a in another tough spot because they Rob, Rob Sala doesn't look real good coaching this team this year, but they. If they're going to, and they are going to stick with Rogers, if they do, then you can't really fire Sala because that means if you're going to keep Rogers, he's going to insist on Hackett being the head coach. Yeah. And it's it's pretty evident after seeing the Jets' offense this year and what Hackett did with the chart uh, with Denver last year that that he just doesn't have it anymore. No, no, I, they, they, yeah, they are in a tough spot. Um, the Rams beat Seattle seventeen sixteen and. Uh, Came from behind. They were behind, I think, ten nothing and sixteen to ten, and they they came back and got the win. And uh, the uh, uh, Seahawks missed a field goal right down at the end to to maybe pull it out. And it was you know one of those things that uh, Seattle. I mean, uh, as you'll see in the standings in a minute, uh, they're in reasonable shape, and that game really is more important to them Thursday night with San Francisco. That's an important game. Well, but, the Rams you know, you don't announcers. Want to be losing those games. No, the Rams announcers, Chris said, here's when you're going to know. Um, that the season, there's nothing to play for. They say, if we get to the point where you're, <laughs> you're playing Carson Wentz, they say, then you might know yeah. that. But they say at this point, they're, they're still, they're still hoping to get in. Yeah. Well, he is the human yeah. white flag, I guess. Denver over Minnesota, 21, 20. That was a good game. And yeah, was. I was in and back and forth with that when I was listening to, I actually sat down and listened to a little of the gray cup too, because that was a good game. But you know, uh, they, they Houston. I mean, Minnesota had the lead all through, and then finally, with about three minutes to go, Denver took the lead, and uh, it was a Russell Wilson comeback. We haven't said that in a couple of years, that's for sure. No, but he has looked a lot, well, not great, but a lot better this year than he did last year. And and that that defensive player for Denver again, Jackson, who just got back from a two-game suspension, is now suspended for another four games for you know illegal hits. And it's just, I don't know, I don't know what's the matter with this guy. He's He's just a torpedo out there. Yeah. And the last game of the week, Philadelphia beat Kansas City 21-17. It was a good game. It was a, They were the best. And, again, I assume it meant after 18 games because you can come in at 1-0 and and both be undefeated. But for the Super Bowl matchup for the for the prior year, maybe this late in the season, they went in at 15-3. and And so usually you see the Super Bowl matchup for the year before, and one of them is around 500. But they, they both came in. They're both leading their conferences, and uh, they may meet again. And the weather conditions, yeah. of course, were horrible. So you know, you were not playing in ideal conditions in Kansas right. City last night. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah. Let's see if he can talk, can get there this time. The college football segment is going to be a lot quieter this week. <laughs> yeah, I um, think so. <laughs> he's still not. <laughs> okay, but anyway. Kansas City, Kansas City tried to give this to Philadelphia, sort of the same way Houston tried to give it to Arizona. I mean, it was you know Kansas City tried to throw the game away. I think they they let, they had it the last two minutes. They could have held on, but you know, I mean, they just I don't know. They tried to give it away. In my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, this Kansas City receiving crew. They just dropped. They they dropped more passes than any oh, yeah. team in the league. I think it's a, it's a, except for maybe the Jets. And do you realize that the Jets are the only team to beat the Eagles this year? Yeah, that's right. That is strange. And, uh, um, and you know, 
Okay. Robert, so Robert we did come on in. Finish hold on, Chris. Okay, Robert, Robert, come on in and go yeah, ahead. Um, I've watched a lot of Kansas City games this year because they're in my division. It's apparent to me, number one, their wide receivers are the worst in the league. No, the Patriots are. No, 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 no. The Patriots have the worst. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm talking about playoff teams. Chris. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, because Patrick Mahomes would throw a perfect ball, and these receivers act like they've got uh, glue on their hands. It, it, you know, it's like they can't catch it or anything. And but their defense has gotten a lot better. Yes. And when Patrick Mahomes yeah. first yeah. took over, it was all offense all the time. Now they have to depend on their defense to do things. So that's what well, I wanted to yep. come in and say. Okay. No, the thing is that if that were the Super Bowl, that we'd be hearing about uh, MVS for the rest of his life about that drop pass, I guess, <laughs> in the last minute of the game. You know, like Jackie Smith, bless his heart, as Bert Jackie Smith said. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, any more? Uh, did uh, is Dick here or not? Because Perry, you did say something, about Dick. Uh, is Perry here? <laughs> I am there. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Chris, and I'll get. I'm, All right, we'll my, do the stand. We'll do the stand. Yeah, my here. screen has done something to me, so I'm looking to fix it. So I'll go ahead. Okay. All right. AFC East: Miami seven and three, Buffalo six and five, the Jets are four and six, the Patriots two and eight, AFC North: Baltimore seven and three, uh, eight and three. I'm sorry, eight and three. Eight Cleveland, three. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland seven and three, Pittsburgh six and four, Cincinnati five and five. AFC South, Jacksonville seven and three, Houston six and four, Indianapolis five and five, and Tennessee three and seven. And in the West, Kansas City seven and three, Denver five and five, Las Vegas five and six, and the Chargers four and six. In the NFC, Philadelphia's nine and one, Dallas seven and three, Washington four and seven, the Giants three and eight. In the North, Detroit's eight and two, Minnesota six and five. Green Bay four and six, Chicago three and eight. In the South, New Orleans five and five, Atlanta four and six, Tampa Bay four and six. We have Carolina one and nine. And in the West, San Francisco seven and three, Seattle six and four, the Rams four and six, and Arizona two and nine. So looking at the playoffs now that we're Thanksgiving, we can really start the home stretch talk. In the AFC, Baltimore has the top record, and that's because they played more games of eight and three. Uh, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and Miami are all seven and three. So we have no clue yeah. at this point what the tiebreaker. You know, if who's got to play each other, what's going on. And, you know, as we get closer, we'll. I have would an guess idea. that. Yeah. Right. I would guess that Kansas City has the two seed right now because they beat both Jacksonville and Miami this okay, year. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and then we have Cleveland, and then for the wild cards right now, we have Cleveland at seven and three, Houston six and four, Pittsburgh six and four. And they haven't, I don't think they've played each other yet, uh, Pittsburgh and Houston. And then no. Buffalo is just outside at six and five, Cincinnati five and five, Denver five and five. So those are the, the 500 teams. And, and I think I forgot to put the Colts in the five and five group. And in the mm -hmm. NFC, it's more, you know, you kind of already know kind of who's getting in. Philadelphia nine and one, Detroit's number two at eight and two, San Francisco seven and three, New Orleans would be in right now at five and five as the four seed. Then you have Dallas seven and three, Seattle six and four, Minnesota six and five. And then the teams that would not be in, and you know, Seattle's got a game and a half lead on all of them because Green Bay's four and six, Atlanta four and six, Tampa Bay four and six, and the Rams four and six. So it doesn't mean those teams can't get in, you know, but uh, it, there's a little cushion there. So yep. 
uh, you we, almost know for this early, you kind of kind of cut more cut and dried than it usually is. Right. We do, Chris. While you're getting your papers there, we do have Dick yeah. now. So Dick, uh, come on in and go ahead. I know. I know Hello, you were a little everybody. upset about the game yesterday. Is, oh, is, is... that was the that was depressing. But I knew they were going to lose. Yeah, you guys know <laughs> the good teams win. The bad teams always find a way to lose. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know, I, I listen to that Kansas City game. They need wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, I do not think yeah. they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't think so. Not this year. It's a shame too. But drop yeah. he, the guy was uh, LDS was wide open in the end zone. Yep. And he dropped it. It ran through his hands. Mm-hmm. That isn't supposed to happen. I, I, you know, I understand they're not they're human. They're not machines, but still, um, yeah, it's sad. Um, I tell you what, Philadelphia is pretty good now. Detroit has a pretty easy schedule though. The rest uh-huh. of the year, and you know, Philadelphia doesn't, because I think I think with Detroit, I don't think Goff does very well outside, especially in the cold. Right, right. And so yeah. we can get a home uh, home field advantage. They're going to be in good shape. And yeah, I'd well, like they, probably, they probably have it the first, the first round, you know, the first round anyway, and then maybe even the second round. If they can get that two seed. That's not bad. No, you know, no. get that, uh, play the seventh seed, and then <clears throat> win that one, and and get to host the second game too. So, uh, and then you you know got to go to Philadelphia, and you never know if if Philadelphia's there, you you could have a fifty five degree day. I mean, it's uh, you know the weather we're having these True. days. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> so, anyway, you got that right. Oh, oh, okay. okay, all right, Dick. Guys. Take, Take it care. easy. Happy Thanksgiving, Dick. Thank you, Dick. All right. So for the schedule on Thanksgiving, we have Green Bay at Detroit at 12.30 p.m. That's on Fox. Then we have Washington at Dallas, 4.30 p.m. on CBS. Then San Francisco at Seattle, really the game of the, the night, I think. 8.20 p.m. on NBC. So the big networks have the big games. Friday the 24th, the Black Fr- first NFL Black Friday game. Miami at the Jets at 3 p.m with the new quarterback in that's on his Amazon prime. There might be a couple commercials during that game. I don't know. Probably a few. Uh, and, and it will indeed. be Chris on, of course, on the local radio networks and Westwood one also has the yes. black Friday game. That's right. Then Sunday we have new Orleans at Atlanta and a, a key divisional matchup here at 1 PM on Fox Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Uh, well, Cincinnati's in it till they're not. And uh, you know, right. what did you think of Browning Rick? Did, did, did you think Browning was any good? Yeah, he didn't look real good, but it's, you know, it's the same old story when, when a backup comes in and, and they've had no reps with the number yeah. one team. I mean, look, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they wouldn't even let Tommy DeVito throw the ball. And, and yeah. now a couple of weeks of practice and you can see the improvement. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see. But Pittsburgh's at Cincinnati at 1 p.m. on CBS. Carolina at Tennessee, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tampa Bay at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Patriots are at the Giants. 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, that has not been flexed into a Sunday night game or a Monday night game or anything. It's terrible. <laughs> Jacksonville no, but it's for draft picks. <laughs> yeah, the, the draft pick. Okay, Kale Wilson game. Uh, Williams. Yeah. Uh, ja- Jacksonville at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. That's a, uh, that's that's a battle a for first place. It is, yep. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland yeah. at Denver, 4 or 5 p.m. on Fox. So CBS will have the doubleheader. We have the Rams at Arizona, 4 or 5 p.m. on Fox. Then we have Kansas City at the Raiders, 425 p.m. on CBS. And uh, Buffalo at Philadelphia, that'll be good, 425 p.m. on yep. CBS. The Sunday night game is Baltimore at the Chargers, 820 p.m. on NBC. And the Monday night is Chicago at Minnesota, 815 p.m. on ABC, ESPN, and all the ships at sea. 
So there you go for that. Let's see if we can find any of these notes. A lot of them I had, we've already kind of talked about because we had the injury, uh, the AFC North being decimated by all the injuries and, and, uh, yeah, it just seems like uh, the Steelers quarterbacks. I mean, th- this was a game they really. You got to be disappointed if you're a Steeler fan because you figure you're going to win this game with without, uh, you know, uh, Burrow there. I mean, not Burrow, uh, Watson. The Grey Cup. Montreal did beat Winnipeg 28-24 with uh, 13 seconds to go. They got a last-second touchdown, and the uh, the game was played in Hamilton, Ontario. Montreal is eight and eleven in Grey Cups. And uh, Toronto Argonauts, uh, they uh, had uh, uh, oh the uh, Ar- the Argonauts uh, had won. I mean, I'm sorry, Winnipeg had, was going for their third in four years, and uh, and uh, the last time Montreal won the Grey Cup, they won it twice in '09 and '10. They won eight of them all together, and uh, Toronto's the leader of the league with 18 uh, wins. Uh, Detroit's eight and two, first time since 1962. And I know Rick, you just missed uh, remembering this game, but one of the famous Thanksgiving Day games, and they talk about it a lot, is when the Packers came into Detroit undefeated, and the Lions uh, beat them with uh, Alex Karras was the big player in that game. And and, so, and Roger Brown, right? Yes, Roger Brown too. And, yeah, uh, so you had a bunch of sacks. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that was a good good thing. It was a good game because all the high school football basically yeah. got rained out. It was a terrible day out there. First time <laughs> since 1962. And the high school and football got to... rained out. Yes, they do. They do on Thanksgiving anyway. They and don't. Then, they um, don't rain out games here. I mean, it would have to be lightning in order for them not to be playing. Yeah, no, here. they do. Well, we're a little wimpier than you guys, I guess. Uh, I guess you? so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and uh, so also the, the, they were eleven and three that year, but of course there were no wild cards or anything. The Packers were thirteen and one. So what can you do, you know? Uh, and, and so uh, let's see. Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator, as Sean mentioned, was fired by the Steelers. Uh, uh, let's see uh, what else we got. A couple more notes. Uh, Andy Reid will pass uh, when he wins. He could have done it last night. He'll pass Hank Stram and be the all-time winningest coach in Kansas City history. And uh, he already is the all-time winningest coach in Eagles history. And that'll be the first time that's ever happened in the NFL. The team will uh, have one coach that uh, has the, that title. So at least uh, this far down in history. So anyway, anybody else with more NFL stuff before we go to college? No, well, I guess we already mentioned that Tim Boyle will be getting the start for the Jets this week. Yes. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, about it. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Okay, all right. Hold, hold on, hold so, on, go ahead. hold on, go ahead, Bill. What about the people that were released today? Yes, uh, the oh, Rams. Yeah, that's right. The, the Rams released uh, Daryl Henderson, um, and the the Colts, uh, Shaquille Leonard. I, those are the two that I have heard of. Yeah. If any, I does anybody have it. any more than that? That was all. Okay. No. No. Okay. All right. So now we will see if uh, Perry's going to do a monologue or we can hear Sean. (laughs) Well, well, um, first of all, congratulations to the Iowa Hawkeyes. I mean, as I have told you every week, it has been the it has not been anything of beauty, to be totally frank about it. But they are Big Ten West champions and they will play uh, irregardless as to what they do on Friday at uh, Lincoln. They will play in the Big Ten championship game um, in Indianapolis. So, mm-hmm. 
Okay. You know, and so then, we'll have uh, to see there. But really, last yeah. weekend, in a lot of cases, was a lot of the teams playing more of their, I guess you would call it their their preparation game for rivalry week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't really a lot of games like that it. were that were great. Were there? Yeah. It was, uh, it was basically it was basically yeah it was basically throwaway week what last week was. I'm in a Pretty better much. location. I'm in another location, so we're trying this away from the Wi-Fi. But yes, it was throwaway week. I was also going to mention real quick back on the NFL but that the Browns. Oh, I think you I had a little bit. Oh, Go ahead. the Browns signed the Brown sign, the Brown sign Joe Flecko. They brought oh, him, so oh, I mentioned right. that. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but anyway, but last week, like I said, you had a little bit of the change. Ohio State and Georgia flip-flopped in the college football playoffs, though. And mm-hmm. so Georgia's number one. All the rest of it stayed the same. It comes out tonight back at its normal time, so we'll see. But the big story, Florida State, their quarterback went down, so they got Florida. In the swamp, so Florida could get them, or Louisville could get them, I think. Or, yep. mm-hmm. you know, like I said, and you got or the last time Oregon, Oregon State are going to play this week, uh, Washington, Washington State, they're still going to play, but for five more years. But they play. You got all the rivalry games. Uh, the Big Twelve still up in the air on which two teams are going to be in there. If Texas wins, they're in automatically because they have one. But they held off Iowa State. In the dark, as they love to yep. say at Ames, in the dark, they kept saying that. But, yeah, a lot of really, like I said, I mean, there were not many. Michigan, that was the one that surprised me. I mean, Maryland against them. Now, we got, we'll get to the, I'm sure you'll get to the Jim Harbaugh stuff, or we will in a minute. But, yep. I mean, whole, against Maryland? Really? I think the Maryland's only, not a I, bad team. No, I don't think Maryland's that bad. I, I think know? the question for tonight is, is going to be, will Washington jump Florida State? That's the question we look at tonight, and yeah. and it would yeah. be or, and it would be because of the Jordan Travis injury. Yeah, will Washington jump Michigan because they they had somewhat a competition? Will they jump Michigan? That could be the other question. Yep. And of course, with the Jim wow. Harbaugh thing, uh, just to bring everybody up to date, uh, Jim Harbaugh, remember on last Monday, had told us he was going to stand up on Friday. He was going to tell us the truth. And we were going to hear his side of the story. Well, on Thursday afternoon, uh, he decided that he wasn't going to do that, that he would accept his three-game suspension. Um, and he, I mean, theoretically, the judge that was going to hear the case was a law grad from the University of Michigan. So you would figure if there was going to be anybody that would, you know, that would have some sympathy, it might be a law grad from the University of Michigan, but he chose to accept he it. Spoke. He, he spoke at Michigan games a lot. At a Michigan, he spoke to the athletics. She, he had a yeah, little bit of familiarity. She, oh, it was a yeah. she. Yeah, it was she. She spoke to them, so she had a lot of familiarity with the school, which I would have thought would have been conflict of interest. But I know the Big Ten saying they're going to hand it off to the NCA and let uh, them finish it and see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, yeah. So, basically, uh, he admitted that. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, James Madison filed an appeal, as did a couple other schools, for the two-year ban for postseason play in football and basketball uh, because they, you know, are were in theory. Now, they lost to Appalachian State in overtime, so they're not in that position. But they were potentially a bowl team uh, because they were, like, number 25 or wherever they were. 
So uh, we'll see what happens. And, with that. and remember, for now that it. we're now that we're down here, Chris, we should remind people you do have to have uh, six wins to make a bowl. Um, now, if there are not enough six-win teams, then they can what they can theoretically then take what they feel is the next, the best of the yeah. five-win team. You know, so what? That's that's right. James James Madison James Madison can still they can't automatically go because of that two year they lost the appeal, but some of six wins can go. Yeah. Okay, it went. Um, but they, anyway. when they win. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. When they went, they they still got to go because there were not enough six win teams. But anyway, yeah. So that's, I mean, it they'll they they'll probably still go because I don't think there's enough teams qualified. Yeah, I don't for eighty two games, eighty two bowl teams. So Sean so mentioned right. that uh, Louisville Louisville got in. Also Washington got into their uh, game. I don't know who's in uh, within the. Do you know who's in, in the Pac twelve, Perry? I don't. Oregon, okay. Washington, Oregon. Oregon, Washington, I think, are Oregon, automatically Oregon, in. Oregon, Washington. Okay. And Alabama, Georgia. Alabama, yeah. Georgia's in. Uh, the Michigan, Ohio State winner, is it against Iowa? Yep, it will be against Iowa. Yeah. You know what? And if they would win on Friday against Nebraska, that will be a 10-win Iowa team. And Good. if you listen to their fans, they would. Hawkeye fans will tell you, is the ugliest 10 wins you will ever see. Because <laughs> well, they, they don't yeah. – they what they do is they play great defense, but they don't score. They they well, you know they're going to win games thirteen to if they're going to win them they're going to win them thirteen to ten or sixteen to you know something like that. Well, basically, okay. and it's been this way for the last couple of years. You don't have an expanded playoff yet, but your first playoff game is Saturday when Ohio State and Michigan play. That That's is a playoff correct. game. And I, that, I, that, that I believe Oregon. I believe that is a Fox game too. Oregon is not automatically, and I stand corrected. If Oregon State wins, somehow they could still get in. Okay. Over Oregon. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, that'll be to a, lose. I'm sure. Somebody Where else is that game? Ohio, Ohio State or Michigan? I don't remember. Michigan. It's in Michigan. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So moving off of football, at least for a minute, Dick Vitale still cancer-free, but they're not sure when he's going to come back. He's still got to do some more work on his uh, vocal cords. They still aren't good enough for. Uh, for game action. So he will, and especially he's not exactly quiet and calm in no. games. So that is a factor. So anyway, and, uh, so I any more Chris, along with, uh, co- along with that, with college basketball, of course, our mm-hmm. tournaments are going on. And if, I know Maui is, is normally a big one. Uh, Tennessee, Purdue, Kansas, and Marquette are your semifinalists. And of course, Tennessee, Purdue play tonight at eight on ESPN. And then at 1030, Marquette and Kansas. So that those should be a couple mm-hmm. of good games. Uh yep. the Bahamas tournament starts tomorrow. So we'll see. That's a nor- that's normally another one that that people like to watch. So we'll see how that goes. And um that's really what's going on in college basketball. Just just a little quick stat. The, the BC basketball team is four and zero, and they haven't beaten great teams, but it's the first time they've been four and zero since the 2007-2008 season with Al Skinner. That's how bad it's been. So doesn't mean doesn't mean they're going to any tournaments. Doesn't mean anything. Just just kind of a, a, a the dopey stat of the week, as Dale Arnold used to call it. But you know what? Hope anyway, springs, hope springs eternal at this point. In the that's season, right. right. That's right. And they're playing Colorado State tomorrow in uh, Kansas City, I think. Anyway, so we've got baseball and uh, managers of the year were named. Remember, we had said we'd have the rest of these awards. We got three of them here, 
and Skip Schumacher of the, the Marlins and uh, Brandon Hyde of Baltimore. And both much improved teams. Baltimore, I, I did ask Miss A, Baltimore was 83-79 the year before. They went to 101 and 61. Miami was only 69 and 93. And then they went to 84-78. So that's that's big improvements. Um, any any team that uh, is, is in that boat will accept that uh, you know 15 or 20 game improvement. Cy Young winners, uh, NL Blake Snell. Of course, he's now one of those who has won in both leagues because he won with Tampa Bay in 2019. And, and he's a free agent now. And uh, and then also uh, Derek uh, Garrett Cole also won it for the Yankees. No no help from the Red Sox. Red Sox banged him around pretty good. MVPs was Shohei Otani of the Angels and uh, uh, Ronald Acuna of the Junior of the Braves. And both unanimous picks, and that's the first year that, that that has ever happened. They've both been unanimous. And I was actually thinking back to during the season, about the last month of the year, I was hearing, well, now I know Acuna had some amazing steel figures there and steals and home runs, but there was talk about Wookie Betts. There was talk about uh, Freddie Freeman, you know, and all of a sudden, I guess Acuna just became the consensus pick. Yeah. It, um, apparently a rumor that just came across my phone, the Dodgers are rumored to be involved with possibly trading for Corbin Burns and Willie Adamas from the Brewers. Now, I don't know if the Brewers want to trade Corbin Burns now or if they want to wait till the trade deadline. Uh, of course, the Reds want to trade. Uh, the Reds want to trade Jonathan India. Oh, you're getting ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, let's see. And then and Otani, by the way, he's the first player to ever win the MVP uh, uh, twice uh, unanimously. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he won it two years ago. All seven of the players who were given qualifying offers have refused, and uh, and the ones we knew about for sure were Bellinger, Otani, and uh, Sonny Gray. So they're all uh, full-fledged free agents. MLB owners approved the uh, A's move to from Oakland to Las Vegas after 2024, and uh, and the city of Oakland is the first team to lose all four major league sports. And of course, they had the California Golden Seals, the Warriors. That's technically, I mean, they moved. They're still in the Bay Area, but they're in uh, San Francisco instead of Oakland, and now the A's. And then, of course, they lost the Raiders a couple of times. So there you go. And Robert, I think you have a comment on on the whole. Procedure uh, here grab, with. Uh, let me get Robert here. There you go, Robert. Uh, Gina, I see you, and we're going to get to you in just a second, too. Robert, okay. go ahead on the ace. Robert? Going once. There you wow. go, Robert. Go ahead and hit your button. Okay, I got it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. Um, yeah. No. I. It was. It was expected that they were going to approve it, but the vote was thirty to nothing. I was surprised by that, but they did put in a clause. Um, John Fisher cannot sell the team for ten years. If he does, he's got to split his profits with the other owners. So, uh, as an A fan, I'm disappointed by that. I understand why they did it. I wanted to get rid of this idiot. But we're stuck with him for at least ten years. And, uh, well, well, you don't know that. I mean, he he may get. You know, he also may be getting the fish eye from the other owners too for what yeah. he's doing. You know, and, and remember, uh, in twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven, 
they still have to find places to play because the stadium will not be ready until 28. Uh, yeah, and the key, start- the key reason they want to play stay in the Bay Area, Robert, is because they've got a contract with NBC San Francisco, Sports San Francisco, and they That's want to correct. be able to stay there. Obviously, they're not going to tele- televise games from Las Vegas. So no. that's why they are trying to get the Giants to let them play there, or maybe they'll play in Sacramento or do something. But it sounds Vegas, like I, it, it sounds like that is the most likely scenario, though, is to play in San Francisco. Exactly. So, uh, so uh, when teams travel to the West Coast, starting in 25, uh, you'll be making two trips to San Francisco instead of one trip to San Francisco and one trip to Oakland. So, you yeah, know, yeah. The, th- the thing, too, is that um, maybe, you know, maybe people would just like to, you know, but the part, team's going to be so bad. But people will want to come and see other teams. And, you know, it's yeah. kind of going to – the other issue, Robert, that stadium in Las Vegas is going to be outside with no roof. Yeah. Is it? Uh, let's see, I, hit, I hit Roberts, but yeah, I hit the button. Let's, um, while we're doing, bring it in hand, Gina, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just before I got on here, mm-hmm. this is a baseball thing. I just uh-huh. heard that Willie Hernandez died yesterday at the age yes. of 69. I didn't That's know if right. you were going to bring that up or not. I uh, had just found out too late to write it down and I had forgotten, but yeah, Willie Hernandez won the 1984 Cy Young for the Tigers. And the part of their, uh, you know, 30, whatever, 35 and five start. And, you know, we had a boring American league year that year, but uh, the Tigers, it's certainly memorable to folks in Detroit. And uh, he uh, did die. I don't know what he died. Did you hear what he died, might've died of Gina? No. Okay. That's okay. But uh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. So, but I, I am making the prediction because there's such sad sack organizations and one is very easy. Uh, um, you know, I, I think the Angels, Oakland, the White Sox, and San Diego, and I don't even care about all the star power that San Diego has. I think you'll either see a fire sale or you're just going to see, I mean, we're going to have a new manager and we, we'll get to that in a minute. I just don't think they're going to pull it together. We don't even know who the new owner is at this point. Well, one, gonna be pull, I, I guess one drink. caller on MLB Network Radio today said they wanted the Yankees to trade for uh, Bogarts and they would trade to the Padres. Giancarlo Stanton. If I'm the Padres, why would I want to trade for somebody that the Yankees still owe nearly $100 million over the next four years? Yeah, that's silly. That's silly. No, if the Padres make a trade like that, they'll want some prospects, of course. Yeah. So well, you go. now they are, as I understand it, they do want to trade Juan Soto. And the reason right. for that is they've only got him for one more year. So they figure if they can trade him now, get some prospects back, at least they won't lose him for nothing. Because they right. are going to roll back the payroll. We just don't know how much. Atlanta and the Braves made a trade. Uh, or, I mean, Atlanta and the White Sox made a trade already. Five for one deal. <coughs> Aaron Bummer, Excuse me. The, infielder, uh... infielder Nicky Lopez and pitcher Mike uh, Soraka with three minor leaguers uh, to the Braves uh, for Aaron Bummer of the White Sox. And Aaron Bummer, by the way, had an ERA of about almost seven, six point seventy nine last year. So That's the Braves, a the yeah. Braves, yeah, it's above. The Braves must feel they can really do something with him. Um, yeah, but as must. we'll get to in a minute, they got another guy from the White Sox. They did. Aaron Nola, uh, seven years for one hundred seventy two million for the Phillies. He was a free agent, but he's off the board now. They were and returning the, there. And the and reason for have, that, Chris, is. Yeah. The Phillies were afraid the Braves were going to sign him. That's the reason they jumped so quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, players may sign uh, 
more quickly than in the past, I guess you were reading, uh, uh, because I think a lot of it has to do with Otani. He wants to get it done, and that kind of sets the market, Barry. Yes, and Otani is very—he's a quiet person. So I mean, we don't know what his thoughts are. I mean, everybody seems to think West Coast or this or that, but he doesn't really talk. So we don't know what he thinks. Yeah, uh, Seattle has said that uh, that Otani is too expensive for him. I know Gina was willing to give him a couple of bucks, but even with that, they they just weren't <laughs> going to do it. Uh, Lance Lynn has uh, returned to the Cardinals. He's signing with them. Where was he last year? He was a he split the year between the White Sox and Dodgers. Okay, yeah, I thought he was with the White Sox at one point. Uh, Mike Schult will be the uh, the former Cardinals manager will manage San Diego, so he gets the job of presiding over a fire sale or some kind of dysfunction. I don't know what. And you know it's really too bad because the Padres draw very well. They're, the fans are doing their part. That's not for a, a mid for a mid range market, they do draw pretty well. Yeah. Now, what was the knock on Schilt when the Cardinals got rid of him? Didn't they say he wasn't enough into analytics? Oh no, wasn't enough into analytics, and um, they played a wild card game. I believe it might have been against the Dodgers, and they were unamused with some of his uh, decision making. Okay. Atlanta is getting all their offseason. They want to be like just relax around the tree. They're not going to worry about too much. They, uh, Ronaldo uh, Lopez and the Braves have agreed to a three-year deal. Uh, he'll either start or relieve. They don't know yet. And he was with the White Sox last year. Uh, Kyle Gibson, uh, St. Uh, St. Louis pitcher, signed with them, I think. A one-year deal for Gibson. And uh, so was he already with the Cardinals, sir? No, I believe he was a Philly last year. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Any any more baseball? No, but you just hear a lot of rumors. You know, the, of course, like I say, the Reds want to trade Jonathan India, but it seems like he's, they value him more than other teams apparently do because they're not getting the offers apparently that they want. Um, <clears throat> sounds like Joey Votto might be willing to come back, but. It, obviously, it's going to be at a much uh, cheaper yeah. uh, package. Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. We're here in the Red Sox for Jonathan India. That was the latest today. Now, oh, okay. Do the Red Sox need any infielders, Chris? Uh, they could. You know, the, the, the infield defense was horrendous. So, I mean, they, they just need if, – if, if somebody's a good defensive infielder, they could use them because it was just not good. I think so. the interesting thing is going to be what is going to happen with – Corbin Burns, I think, because there's not a whole. I mean, you got Blake Snell, but he'll either have a Cy Young a year or not real good. Um, so Josh Burns, uh, Josh Burns, uh, Corbin Burns, easy for me to say. Corbin Burns is the best pitcher out there, and will the Brewers trade him? I think it's going to mm -hmm. depend on what they're offered, because it kind of sounds like they may be rolling back a little bit. And I don't know why you would, because really the Cardinals are not what they were. I guess you would say now, if the Brewers are going to roll back, you would think the Reds and the Cubs would be the head of that division. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tiger Woods is returning to uh, competitive golf for the first time since uh, the Hero Challenge, which he hosts from November 30 to December 3. It's held in the Bahamas and there's no cut. So he's going to come back in that uh, capacity and he says his ankle is fine he's got other bodily injuries that he, he's still got to get into shape and this and that but uh, he's going to try it and we lost a big figure in um 
in NASCAR, Ken Squire, 88 years old, the 1970 co-founder with uh, of MRN, Motor Racing Network, along with Bill France, uh, he, senior, and he did races on uh, MRN and then went to CBS in 1979 uh, until uh, 1997. NASCAR uh, on uh, TBS from 83 through 99, and then uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame in 2018, died of an intestinal blockage. He, uh, he still owned WDEV in Waterbury, Vermont. He's actually a Vermonter. And, uh, and NASCAR named the media award after Squire and Barney Hull. And I remember Barney Hull's voice. I remembered Ken Squire too, but I remember Barney Hull's voice, Southern accent. I remember that guy. And so they're the ones that have the media award named after them. And, you know, and he was uh, very instrumental in popularizing NASCAR in the, in the 70s. They said that that race, in 1979, we heard an actuality from the 1979 Daytona 500, where um, there was a fight at the end of it between um, uh, Kelly Yarborough and I think uh, one of the Allisons or something. Anyway, the thing is, that really popularized NASCAR, you know, and uh, really got it going. And I think that was the first time that CBS had actually done the Daytona 500 live was that year. So, uh, you know, that got NASCAR into the into the mix with all the other sports that we talk about. Yep, and we have maybe about a minute to go, so I guess we'll just highlight, of course, tonight's uh, NBA schedule as part of that in-season tournament that they have. The yep. Bulls, mm-hmm. the Bulls, of course, are terrible. Um, so, but on a humorous NBA note, um, as, as we all and we all do it as as blind people, we make fun of our speech and what it does. And yeah. uh, of course, Wimben Yama, the player for the Spurs. Yeah. Everybody calls him Wimby. Well, mm-hmm. when he came, when it came across my iPhone the other day, it said something about him, and it sounded like it said Wimpy. So let's hope, <laughs> let's hope he's not Wimpy. <laughs> yeah, but, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, all right, on that. So five, uh, we hope everybody everybody has do, a we, nice Thanksgiving. Yep. And again, uh, you, uh, we we're going to have a show on uh, Thursday morning. Bill is going to do a show from ten to noon and. Eastern, and some of us uh, are planning to come in and just chit-chat, play some songs, just talk about what everybody's doing and what their plans are for the holidays and all that. So that's going to be fun. And uh, there'll be no Friday Oldies show uh, this week, we decided. So uh, that'll be the Thursday show and no All Things Radio either. So uh, that's what's coming up for Bill for a couple of days after uh, tomorrow. And on on that note, stay tuned. Book Talk will be coming up after the uh, spots here in a second. So we will be back in about four minutes. (laughs) 